0: Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross.
1: Thursday! What's up, fellas?
2: Hey, no half. How you doing, brother? How you doing,
1: sir? We got our guy back. Thank
2: goodness we missed you. Nah, man, we did a whole show yesterday. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> we did a whole show. True, true. How was your trip? It was great, man. How many yeah, miles great. did you drive? After uh, it was 24 like hours. Six, six miles, 600 miles there, 600 miles back. Wow. <sighs> you got back at what time? Five o'clock this morning. Oh, wow. I just, I'd have been like, y'all can
1: have it. <laughs> see y'all next week. Nate's a professional though. He's. I see?
2: love man. I, I do what I do because it, it's just fun.
3: See you Friday. It's <laughs> a long <laughs> way to go and a short time to get there. There you go. Yeah, smoking the, the
2: bandit, Bandits. baby. Smoking. I'm, I'm glad I didn't have a a train Am. I'd have been. <laughs> ooh, I'd have showed up, got some tickets.
1: Man, I think we have decided we're gonna go Mondays in the off season. yes. Once a next week.
4: Week. No, yep. starting two weeks.
1: Two weeks. Yeah, next week we I think we're gonna go on Wednesday at two p.m. Unless I think there's a Garrett press conference that's going to happen that we may have to navigate around. But that's the plan now. So in the offseason, we'll be on Mondays at 11. Tuesdays, we'll be talking Cowboys. Wednesdays will be the Cowboys break. Thursdays will be the draft show. And I think we'll have brought us on from time to time to talk a little draft on our show for at least a segment or something.
4: He knows all about the draft. He does
1: know about the draft. I think they start that next week. And then the yep. DCC podcast is to be determined. So. Yes, sir. What do you want to talk about, Nate? We had uh, we Man, didn't, I just. Uh, Hadn't had really had. What, y'all had that joint show, and, you know, we, we kind of talked to you on the. But the Beam what, wouldn't let you talk yesterday. So, what do
2: you want to talk about? What, what questions do y'all have about this past game? I mean, if y'all have any questions, I'll answer them. But, my. my
4: I'm trying to stay.
2: My thing, Positive
4: with our defense.
2: Yeah, my my thing is, uh, let's just uh, play all the young guys. But the, from what I'm hearing through the grapevine, is like they don't want to play the young guys this week. They want to play all veterans, and and, I, and
1: that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Other than like what we talked about yesterday, other than you just don't want to finish eight and eight because when you look back at it in two years, no nobody, nobody's gonna remember that you sat the guys. You know, if right. Coach wants on his record the best record possible if he ever goes and gets another job somewhere else one of these days. that That's the only thing. I mean, it, other than that, it doesn't make sense to me that you play all the starters.
2: I, I just believe this. It's a year-to-year thing. And you got a you got a chance to the Switzers, uh what's my other guy? Noah Brown. Noah Brown. You you got a chance to give these guys something better than the preseason game. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you know, I mean, what you gonna prove by playing Zeke? I mean, really? Rod Smith is sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be nice yeah. to see.
4: I think. Well, this team already is playing a lot of all you know, those young guys in the secondary. Yeah, that's so the secondary—that's
2: why I ain't mentioned that. The yeah. secondary is what it is. But I mean,
4: I think I hope they'll give Taco regular. Hope, you know, yeah.
2: come on, man, you got to know. See, well, that, but I'm saying, I understand. yeah, you should. I hope they do, brother. I'm with you. And oh, see, <laughs> and and, I, and I'm I, I'm saying that you know I'll just off your response, it, it's like, why wouldn't you? You know, why wouldn't you? Uh, you know you see some some things like last week, the week before, and the week before that, when you when you had a realistic chance of making the playoffs, I'm with you, and it, and I'm and nobody's more dedicated to do your job. Let's you know, forget the scenarios, do your job. Let's get in the playoffs. Well, guess what? You you can tell the players what all you want. Business as usual. Business as usual. Come on now. Right. I don't care how many blinders. I don't care how many quarter mile horse races you've going to put on a horse, you know, cuz I'm thoroughbreds, they they crazy. <laughs> you don't know you want to put blinders on some of them cuz they just yeah. ignorant. Well, <laughs> these guys ain't ignorant. They 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 looking around the landscape like, "Okay, nothing to play for." Yeah. You know, pride, that that means a lot. You know, showing people who you are, that means a lot.
4: Are there some contract yeah. incentives. Maybe for some of these guys.
2: Yeah, you 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 do with a few guys, uh, but if you need two sacks and you ain't got them over the last sixteen yeah. weeks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nine times out of ten, I don't think the Eagles are gonna give you two sacks. Yeah. Well, I hope you have
4: guys like Ryan Switzer and Taco and Man. You need to you see know. these guys. Yeah, you need to see them.
2: You need you, you need to give them all the confidence and all the belief that. Going into next year, going into this off season, the, hey, you know the door is wide open for you. You know, I mean, I mean, Benson Mayowa, really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess he's a nice guy. I haven't met him, or talked to him, but I guess he's a nice guy. But you know, you're you're very inconsistent. We can't depend on you. So you know what? Let's play Charleston. Right. Let's give him 40, 50 snaps.
4: He's your first round pick. You gotta got to get moving.
1: And there's no way in hell if I'm coaching, which I'm not by the way, in case you didn't know, <laughs> but I there's no way in hell that Dak Prescott sees the whole game if I'm coaching.
4: Yeah, again, the whole game. I wouldn't put him out there against especially if Philly's got their A-A team in there. Mm-hmm. Mhm.
3: I just well, they've in Philly. They're if they're doing a talk show like this, they're probably saying the same thing. Why yeah. would we risk anything? Yeah, they've already got home field advantage. Yeah, yeah
2: and you are and Nick Foles is is it? Nick Foles going out now. You are really going to have to run a whole yeah. different offense.
4: That's the thing that Philly might want Foles to have more time in that offense. So that's they, true. They might.
2: I, I'll give him one series. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, no. Nah, you 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 don't mess around, man. You got home field all the way through. You lose another quarterback. What do you have? Right, one and done. It wasn't yeah. like
4: that back in your day. Jimmy ran you guys out there till the end, didn't he?
2: That was a whole different football league. <laughs> you know, you 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 know you didn't have forty percent of your money tied up in one guy. Yeah. You know was depth. Yeah. So let
1: me ask you this: and and they- We
2: played we played you know we played maybe a quarter quarter and a half. Troy was out. Emmett didn't play. Mm-hmm. I mean, certain defense, Charles Haley didn't play, you know, guys so didn't you, play. So he
4: would sit some guys.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, that's giving other guys a chance to, to grow, you know. But, I mean, I, I don't run this team, and and uh, but I, I was a player, and I could see the light. I mean, I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to play for pride. I'm going to play to keep my head up. I'm going to play, you know, so people know that I'm, a, I'm still a, a good player, but – it's over. Yeah, it seems like
3: I don't know if it was three or four years ago that the NFL had a they had a big initiative where you know teams that had nothing to play for you couldn't. They wanted to make sure you didn't mail it in. They that they were. You talking about the NBA, not the NFL? The NFL never said that. I don't. I, don't. I thought the NFL was very. And so when when Jason Garrett. Uh, started talking like he's been talking this week, I thought he was basically just playing it safe with the NFL. But when he said Cooper Rush isn't taking any first-string snaps this week, I thought, well, maybe he's not. Maybe he wants to win it. I mean,
1: you... Um, <laughs> I think he wants to win it, because that's his... If, if he doesn't... Poorly on yeah, if he doesn't want to win it, that goes against everything that he preaches. Yeah, But
2: I think there's also... You got to be smart, too. I remember last year, was it was it Sean Lee or the year before where he could have came back and they said, no, nah, you know, just chill. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you're not going to protect Sean Lee. Right. Well, you know. Jerry Jones on his
3: show on our flagship station on Tuesday, he was asked the question, are you going to play your starters? Are you going to give your backups some time? And he answered the question, we'll do both. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I don't know if you know if it's just kinda optics right now for the NFL or if it but like you say, Shannon, Jason Garrett doesn't want a fourth, eight, and eight season on his record. No. If he can avoid not it. at all. Nate, watching all these playoff games got me thinking, you know,
1: this team has to win to do this. This team to needs my George Oklahoma. This. No. Clemson, Alabama. No, no, no <laughs> Not those, not those playoff teams. Like Atlanta and Detroit and all this. And that got me thinking, you know, you start looking at games and you're like, this this team's gonna be ready because they're gonna be hyped because they're gonna be ready for this game because they have to win, and the team they're playing doesn't have to win, and you see the teams that have to win lose.
2: Do people That's why Cincinnati beat Detroit last week? Why? Because Cincinnati ain't got nothing to play for in Detroit, do
1: Exactly. So that's what I was going to ask you is, as an athlete, do do people put too much stock into the mentality of the players going into a game? Is it as simple as you can either play or you can't, and there's really no up or down as far as mentally going into a game?
2: You, you prepare every week. Mm-hmm. And what Coach Johnson used to try to do with us and what I think Jason has learned through his years of being around good coaches is you pr- you try to practice at a certain level, you know, uh, mentally and physically. You try to – we we practice up here. When I played, when we were good, we practice up here. Most people would come in, colleges would see our practice, and they'd be like, really? <laughs> our practices were up here. Yeah. So when we got in games, it wasn't hard for us to reach. hmm now, when you, you know, say up here, you're talking about like the speed and the, the speed, intensity. The mental, the-, the mental deal. Uh, our practice was sharp. We stayed out there an hour and 45 minutes, and it had to be an hour and 45 minutes of sharpness, Christmas, getting, getting it done physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, uh the 49ers did it a different way. They didn't do pass, so they did like a two-hour and 20-minute, but they had to be with speed, with, with sharpness, with quick. And see, that comes down to the players. When you have – good to great players, and they believe in what you're doing, it's easy to obtain that, and it's easy to maintain that. We, and I'll give you an example, like the Steelers. Just go back, do me a favor, go back and look at their records over the last four years. Look at the Patriots over the last four years. Look at the teams. I mean, like you, you take the Saints, the Saints ain't came out of nowhere. People are like, oh, the Saints just came out of nowhere. They always were close. Mm-hmm. They always were close. And the team that I hate the most is like Atlanta. Atlanta's had talent forever and never, have never taken advantage of it. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's, what's the Steelers' record?
4: Last four years, they're 12-3 this year, 11-5, and 10-6, 11-5.
2: And two years ago, they had one of the crappiest offensive lines you could shake a stick at.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When That comes that comes from your players being here and refusing to lose and reaching their potential. You know, can we go back a, a couple of years back even further for the Stillers?
4: Uh, let me get back to that page and jump to the – They were – let's see, in, in – 2013, 2012, they were eight and eight both years. Before that, they were twelve and four in 2011, 2010.
2: They, they, the reason they don't fall off for a long period of time, number one, they've had the same system in place. They know what players fit their system. Mm-hmm. I remember when they first got their offensive coordinator, Big Ben, just did not like that system. They changed the offensive coordinator, changed the whole system. But Tomlinson told him and management told him, stick with it. Learn this system. It's going to allow you to do multiple things. So he struggled through, but now you see how that offense is ran? Yeah. They, they, stay, they probably average 24 or, or more points a game easily mm-hmm. on a bad day. Even when they struggle, what you have to do is put a system in place that, 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 that depending on the players – you can take away or add too. Yeah, you don't have to. When you got Bell as a running back, you don't have to do much. And it, and I hate to say this, and it ain't gonna be no joke when they get on the on the goal line. It ain't gonna be no joke when they get in the red zone because they got them type of players. Mm-hmm. When you have those type, they don't have to lead the field. And that's what I try to tell people. When you go out and get the right type of guys, you don't have to leave Like Bell, he don't have to lead the field. He just Line up in the backfield, and he motioned right into the to the to the slot. You know, uh, Brown don't have to lead the field. Uh, Juju, uh, whatever I'm, I'm hoping I'm named it. Schuster. Mm-hmm. He don't, they don't have to lead the field. Whatever personnel they got on the field, they can just leave there yeah. and call any play. That that drives the defense crazy because how do you handle Bell with a with a linebacker or a safety? How do you handle Antonio Brown? Do you bracket him over here? No, you really can't because Schuster's sitting over there and Brian out here. And they got a nice tight end, too. So, how do you handle this team? You can't. But if you do stop them, then they'll start formationing you to death. They'll start making adjustments during the game. Hey, let's go bunch. You know, we need to get Tony free. Let's do this. Boom, 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 boom,
4: So, is that a, a coaching thing or is it talent? That's a coaching talent, thing yeah.
2: and realizing your talent. They've been running a 3-4 defense for, for I don't know how long now. Yeah. And they know, what they, they know what they want in an outside linebacker. They know what they want in, in a defensive tackle or a defensive end. They know what they want at linebacker. Yeah. You know, they know what they're looking for in a the safety. They know because they have done it year in. This only organization would have four coaches, three coaches, over their whole history. Oh, okay, yeah. Noel, uh, the guy that's in the booth at NBA, uh, NBA, NBC, excuse me. And uh, and now this guy here, knowing – Identifying what you want and who you are, you know, uh, and and I use these teams because they got consistency from the top to the bottom.
4: You know the last time the Patriots had fewer than ten wins, two thousand two. Wow, fewer than ten wins—that's incredible.
1: When
2: did when did your boy get there? Belichick or Brady? Brady, Brady. got
4: there in. He he was the main starter in two thousand two. Belichick got there in two thousand. No, actually Brady got there in two thousand one. See, and he went eleven and five that year.
3: See, the, you know, he took over for that Bledsoe injury. Yeah. See, th- this is
2: this is what's amazing is identifying. First of all, identifying your quarterback.
4: Which do we have that now?
2: Yeah. Identifying your quarterback. I'm not ignoring you, Kurt. Okay. Identifying your quarterback, finding out as fast as you can what he cannot do, what he can and cannot do, and building it around him. Zeke, Zeke. It was my Zeke is my MVP for more for for not even the reasons people think. Not because he's just a great athlete and a home run hitter and one of the slipperiest dudes on 31, he's a home run hitter, and he's my MVP because he has the biggest job. He he is the reason Dak was Dak last year. He was protecting our quarterback while he grows. See, my my, my thinking was never what people thought it was. Zeke was my hero because he allowed this dude, number four, to grow. And so when we lost him along with the right tackle, and the left guard, that 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 that, that made this guy here have to grow. And I'm talking about number four. Now you got to grow. Now we're gonna find out that you ain't as sharp. Well, I knew he wasn't as sharp or accurate as passer when he was in college. And coming into this game where it's much faster. But he but over time he will get there. But that that is that is a, a, that's what they have to identify, you know. Do, do we go out and get receivers that can run crisper routes, can give him some belief, guys that's going to catch the ball? You know, uh, Russell Wilson, I, t- I talked to Troy Aikman three years ago. I said, man, give me the scoop. I called Troy because that Russell Wilson really had me thinking because I understood what Marshawn Lynch meant to an early Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm like, Troy, what you think? You know, he said Nate. The run game help, helps him a lot. He's a streaky Thor. He's got a lot to learn, but you can see it's there. That's the same with this kid. He has a lot to learn, but if, but if we do the right thing with Zeke, our running game, it gives him a chance. But remember, Golden Tate was there with him at the beginning, along with the two, along with the guy they got now. I can't think of the guy that uh, the wide y- receiver. Who was his name? Lockett. Not Lockett, the other guy. Baldwin. Baldwin. Oh, oh yeah. You got to say him, Baldwin was there. Uh, Golden Tate was there. Uh, they, they had a nice tight end, not Jimmy Graham. They had another nice tight end that's still there. That was a team along with a great defense and along with a, with a running back. If we can identify who we are, regardless of what the situation is, it didn't matter. Before Wilson got there, Seattle ran the ball. Right. Before he got there, because they was waiting on a the quarterback. They was like, we got to find a quarterback. Our team is ready. We got a legion of boom. We got we got Averill. We got Bennett. We we are here. We just got to find a quarterback.
4: And at that time, they just kind of needed almost a man, game manager. Getting, and whatever. that's what he was. Yeah, which was what Dak was last year. And now Russell is a- – He's grown enough where Lynch is gone, he can carry the team.
2: He can uh, carry the team. Now they need to go out and find an offensive line so he can be devastated. Right. He he's got the ability now to be an MVP because he had the opportunity to grow. Uh, okay, are we gonna make sure Dak have the opportunity to grow? Yeah, he's in that period now, right? When yeah. He's growing. I think See Russell- this this is fourth year. This is Russ Wilson. in fourth year, right? No uh, I think it's Maybe fourth or fifth. fifth. Yeah. They just paid him, so probably his yeah, probably his fifth year. Fi- but see, understand what I'm trying to say here. He went from managing games. What you have, what you have to do with this kid here is what we did last year. Keep him comfortable, keep him fresh, and let him learn how to finish. He finished a couple of games last year. Well, this year here, he couldn't even get started in some games. Yeah, you know. Believe it or not, Denver taught him a lot. I mean, it was ugly for him, but it taught him a lot. But Atlanta, he didn't learn nothing from Atlanta.
4: Yeah, you, you look at his numbers before and after the Atlanta.
2: Yeah. It's- he didn't learn nothing from Atlanta. He learned that, you know what he learned? <laughs> that this is a league of full grown men, yeah. baby.
4: He learned to look over yeah. his yeah.
2: shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> this is a league of full grown men. You ever seen the movie Sniper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he learned. <laughs> if, you, if you don't keep, you don't stay. If you don't take cover, somebody gonna knock your head off.
4: Okay, so if, if that sounds like a mental thing, can he break through that?
2: Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Uh, and see, this is the funny thing about it is when you look at the Rams quarterback that 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 they got now. Remember last year, boy, he was getting uh when they finally put him in, they was killing this yeah, kid Jared mm-hmm.
4: Goff, yeah,
2: you know, and uh, he learned. But you only. I tell people a quarterback cannot learn from his back. I don't care. what You can say whatever you want. You can't learn from your back. You can only learn through success and even with adversity. Whereas last year we had the Eagles game. He came back and won down the stretch with Jason. Uh, Close games with with the Giants even though they didn't win. But it, it was adversity where he was standing up. Mm-hmm. He was able to make some plays that's the type of adversity you don't adversity from your back as a quarterback gets you nothing but uh damage brain damage that's all that gets you you know mentally and physically beat to death but if you can escape make some things happen
1: what do you think the next progression is for him next year he- after this year here I hate
2: to say this but where the receiver's gotta catch the ball. Mm-hmm.
4: What did you think of Dez's comments yesterday saying it wasn't so much the quarterback, it was the scheme that he's struggling with? <laughs> Not going there. <laughs> you
2: know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. And I'm I'm being I'm being totally honest. When when you're a veteran, when you're a veteran wide receiver. And you, ain't, you don't have the speed or the explosives that you used to have. You know, and Fitzgerald is one of the guys that I use. You know, uh, Anquan Bolden. You know, and these guys never had blazing speed. But they always had the ability to get open because they never stopped working at their craft of learning how to run routes and get open and make adjustments. And you, 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 you can say what you want. And I tell my wife this and I tell any, anybody that I'm close to, you know when you when you, when you when you, when your when your actions don't add up to your story, you you're not doing you, something is wrong. So you know uh, we need to do this and we need to do that. Well,
4: stop making excuses. Yeah, go play. when your
2: actions don't add up to your story, you know uh, if you check. You know uh, my man uh, Helman was sitting right here saying, well, last year. You know, we 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 didn't have a problem with Dez. Dez had fifty some passes, seven hundred some yards. I say I understand what you're saying, Helm. I really do. I say, but I also understand this right here. When your team needs you, and you are uh, uh and you are the star of this team, are you considered a star? You have to you have to rise up. You As have we've to seen ri-
3: him do it in the you know three four years ago.
2: Yeah, you, you have to rise up. This – Russell Wilson, they need they – was, it was third and nine. If we could have held him right there, but he, he got one extra yard and turned a third and nine to a first and ten, and he went on down and scored.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It, it comes a point in a game, if you're a star – or if you quote the leader of that team or that position, or however you want to put it, what play are you going to make to make that difference? What play? What play? You know, I mean, we're playing in Super Bowl. We you know, we're playing in uh, uh, the first uh, NFC Championship game against the 49ers. And uh, it, was, it was kind of back and forth. It was kind of back and forth. It was kind of back and forth. And we needed somebody to make a play. Next thing you know, here come Charles Haley. Around Mm -hmm. that corner. Boom, busted up Steve Young. fumble everything. Just like we need a play. And there's certain guys that are your playmakers. And they make that play.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: When it is most needed, they make that play. Charles Haley done that several times for us. And that – that's why I tell people, I have, I, I've never had a problem with my role because my role as an offensive lineman was to maintain a certain level of play, a certain level of consistency, so I can give Emmitt, Troy, and Mike the opportunity to make that play. Alvin Hopper, outside receiver. Kevin Martin, our slot guy. They were running disciplined routes. And when the ball came to them, they caught it. So they gave Micah Irvin that chance to make that big play. That's how the game is played. You do your job so these elite guys can make the play.
4: You think that's that's hurt Des at all because the other receivers are more or less possession guys. I mean, you don't have any big speed, you know, Butler hadn't been playing, but I mean, Terrence, not real flashy. Cole gives you underneath speed. Noah's a possession guy. I mean, does that hurt Dez because he doesn't have Dez is cover?
2: supposed to raise up the rest of his team. And and it's nothing you can do physically once you drop a pass. I mean, you can do you can be mad, but somebody has to, I ain't dropping no balls. I don't care. If it if it comes close, I I don't care. And you know, you take Sanu. uh, and that's for Atlanta, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. I, Those guys. You got to catch the ball, man. You 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 got. The game is about offensively. The game is about execution, running the correct route, catching the ball. For me, it's about blocking. Getting my head on the right side. Making sure this guy, stay, make sure I stay between the guy and the quarterback. Make sure I stay between the guy and the running back. That's my job. That's what I do. My job ain't to turn around and say, "Hey, you got rid of the ball yet, Troy?" <laughs> that ain't my job. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, man, you could have, you know, you could have, you could have, you could have, you know, I blocked this guy like this. You should have cut like that. That ain't my job. My job is to make sure that I'm on this guy and giving you opportunity to make this play. And that, and that. That's why I tell people we we got guys that don't play your role. Play play your role. You're, if you are if you a stud and I'm gonna use guys that we recognize, Julio Jones. He when he have a drop, it's a major deal. I mean they talk about it even to the next week. Man, Julio Jones dropped the ball last <laughs> week. Wow, you know? Oh my God, you know it's a major deal. You know. But Amari Cooper, it's like okay, yeah, he leads the he leads the league <laughs> and drop ball. I mean, it, it's almost like a sad sack story. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but Amari Cooper's supposed to be the man. Yeah. Crabtree's supposed to be his robin. So, Crabtree drop a ball. I mean, he ain't saying nothing to Amari. So, guess what? The third team got the the, the third receiver. Oh man, we just. Hey, Business as usual. But it, it hurts your quarterback. They just gave that man $25 million a year, and you dropping his balls?
3: Is yeah, it- that's, that's been the frustrating thing with Dez is, you know, if his knee's been bothering him or whatever, he has had very catchable balls that he's dropped. And that's that's the, if he had been catching those, people would still be talking about, is he getting old or something like that? But it wouldn't be just to the degree it is. If he'd caught those that hit him in the hands
2: last year, you know, last year me, me and Mickey got into it. I, it was the middle of the year, and I remember just so vividly. Vividly, they said Carson, something wrong with Carson Went. Oh, and they had it in the paper. You can go back and look it up. He need to work on his, uh, his. You know, he need to get his feet right. He need to get this right. He need to get that right. I said, I said, no, nah, like to me, the receivers keep dropping his balls. I said, if they go out next year and get some guys that's going to catch it, I said, this kid all right. And I said, yeah, he may need to work on his footwork a little bit, but the footwork ain't the problem. It's these guys dropping the ball. And to prove it right, they signed that guy right on the Buffalo. And he ain't played it down because he broke his sternum. Ouch. He ain't played it down. And the only guy they kept from last year was Aguilar. And now guess what? They catching his balls, brother. Mm -hmm. We need guys – at this stage, some guys need help. Dak needs a little help. Well, when we lost Zeke, that took away that took away 70% of his help. Right. When we, you know, so now we need for our receivers to step up and be w- who we thought they should have been, and it did not happen. Now, whether it's the scheme, that that's up to that's up to Dez and his guys, the coaches, if it's the scheme. But we had to be in, well, in the top five and drop balls this year. And one of, another
3: thing, I know for at least the last three or four years, when you and I have spoken just in the, in the production studio, you've been wanting this team to get a speed threat at receiver to complement Dez. I mean, is well, that even more important now that Dez has entered
2: maybe the no, – It ain't so much career? that I wanted a speed guy. I just, think you were like really – I, I just want Sean a guy Jackson. where they had to respect and defend the whole field. Yeah. See, a speed guy ain't no good if he's dropping balls, too. Yeah. But Alvin Hopper didn't drop balls. And Alvin wasn't that fast. He was kind of like Butler, you know, with a little more secure hands. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it, it, it all comes down. And, and I and I keep using the same team because these teams have been winning over the years. All Golden Tate used to do is just catch the ball mm-hmm. for Russell Wilson. I mean, and that's what he's doing for the guy at Detroit. He's he catching the ball. Mm-hmm. And then he making plays after he catch the ball. It, if you don't catch the ball, what the play is dead. In, in the story, how beautiful the route is, how contested the route was, if you don't catch the ball, it, it, nothing happens after that.
1: Kurt, you got anything you want to contribute before we go to break?
4: Um, no, uh, Dez is tied for fifth in the league in drops. As a team, though, I don't think we're too bad. I can't find it. Last time I looked, it was. Thank
2: God with Jason Whitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just being honest. Bringing man. that uh, average up. Yeah. Up. yeah. Go
4: ahead.
1: No, let's head to break. Okay.
2: I saw you over there
1: pounding away on your keyboard. I, they probably was hope, going over
2: the last story, <laughs> editing the last story.
1: I, I was hoping he was looking at something other than porn on this show for once, but oh, it's not. Uh, so, uh, on
0: uh. That
1: note. We'll go to break, and we'll be right back with Tommy Hanging Jones. with the boys. It can be
0: hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built bettermoneyhabits.com a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation and so 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 is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue
1: the star in Frisco Thursday, Kurt. Yes, sir. Nate talked about balls, dropping balls a lot. Don't want dropped balls. Don't want them dropped. Well, it- unless you're reaching adulthood and then you, you
2: really want them to drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're cheering. Hey, hey, that, hey, that's how you can drop. tell your puppies yeah. too. Too far, If they drop. Yeah, especially in the summertime. You'd be like, yeah, I'm about to grow it up. Look at it. <laughs> You reach, you reach a certain age, though, then, then they drop too They long. make Tommy John's for, for <laughs> animals? Animals? <laughs>
1: what would you say, Kurt?
2: You reach a certain age,
1: and then you don't want them to drop anymore?
4: Yeah, isn't that what it is?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I hadn't got there
1: yet. Uh, If I did, I wouldn't tell you Uh, (laughs) Wow, man. Catch
4: your balls in the Tommy John contour pouch that nestles the boys in moisture-wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com. Forge less Cowboys for 20% off your first order tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys
0: that's when i get
1: hot what's the uh what's the injury report from yesterday kurt injury report from yesterday hadn't got the one for today yet well we
4: have we have who was not let me give you our buddy hellman was at practice and said that lyle collins and anthony hitchens were back um maybe somewhat limited but it looks like they'd be good to go rod smith and cole Beasley, beasley are sick i guess they're Maybe a little flu bug floating around. 24-hour
2: flu, man. Well, well, my son had it, and now yeah. my other son got it. Really?
4: Beasley was out yesterday, too, so he's not doing well. Players who were absent were Tyron Smith, obviously, I guess, with his uh, knee problem. David Irving still with a concussion. you got to think he's he's done for the year. Yeah. And uh, Orlando Skandrick, I think, was supposed to be limited today. Um, so he had an interesting uh, Snapchat or, or Instagram post. Mm-mm. Last night. And then uh, Des Bryant did not play today with maybe what uh, he brought up yesterday. He's been battling tendonitis. so maybe think that's
1: – Tell me about Orlando.
4: He posted something. I, I'm not sure which social media, Snapchat or whatever, but it, it had him walking through the tunnel of um, AT&T Stadium carrying his bag. I think I had it pulled up here. And all it said on it was something like everything must come to an end. Or
1: What? Yeah. You
4: know. Something like that, and, and then the, an X underneath that. Um, let me—it's Instagram, Instagram. An file. X, yeah. Nothing lasts forever with an X underneath it. And I guess he's in maybe his tenth season, so
3: like he's going to retire because he's—he's he's still what? under
4: contract, right? I don't know. That's what everybody's asking: is what What does the cryptic message mean? No telling. No telling with him.
3: Hmm. We'll say this: you break your back, it yeah, probably that's, makes you think.
4: It's a good reason to maybe. Nate's so glad he didn't have social media when he was a player.
2: I'm going to tell you, man, and and y'all rather hear me just straight out criticize players, but some things are stupid. (laughs) You you know, we didn't have social media, but if I had something to say, I said it. Yeah. And I could live with it. Everybody – everybody – you know, my son don't do social media. I'm so proud of My oldest boy, my, my youngest one does. And I told him, I said, you know, my youngest boy, I say, the world you're going to live in is not sports. I hope what you're putting on this um, social media don't get you fired before you get hired. Mm-hmm. And when you, do, when you do certain things and say certain things and, you know, on, on social media, it can be it interpreted a lot of different ways by a lot of different people and hope that those people are not your bosses interpreting it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I
4: I have that conversation all the time with my son. He's in high school and he's playing college, and it's like, you have to be careful what you post now because you never know what's going to come back on you and and how people are going to interpret it.
2: It's just just amazing that nobody wants to be held responsible. You know, I – you get one time to say as a player to me, I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't mean to do that. But eight times you post something, and eight times you say you're sorry. Well, when do you think the eight the eighteenth time? When do you? <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, I I don't know where brother Scandrick was going with that, but you know wherever you're going with it, my friend, have fun. For real. <laughs> Sports don't last forever, and when when I, when I hear a guy say, man, I played for this team, I didn't, I didn't like none of it. Well, why you didn't you quit? Why didn't you go to another team? Well, you, you was in love with the money, so you stayed, right? So why you didn't find a way to enjoy it? Why you didn't find a way to be a better player? Why you didn't find a way to do what was right? Whatever you did, accept it, you know. How much behind-the-scenes stuff do you
1: think goes on where – These coaches, man – Where guys ask? Oh my god, man! Where guys what? Asked to get like some, say you know, Harris, James Harris,
2: asked three separate times to be released from. Does that happen a lot? It Happens a lot. You just yeah, guys want when you ain't playing, especially when you
1: get to the end of your career, you want to go play for a winner and have a chance, right? Does that happen more towards the end? But see,
2: but see, this is the funny thing about it is, all through your career, if you have a ten year career. You've had several chances to leave. I'll make a scene enough where they want you out of here. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, excuse me. But when I see a guy that made a lot of money and they had to end his career, ooh, I got all the money, but I ain't got a championship. Well, when the best time to sell yourself is when you're in your prime, right? hmm Duh. You ain't gonna just start thinking this way all of a sudden, I got two more years. Uh can I go to can I go to the Patriots and win? They don't want you, they're looking at your film too. <laughs> So they don't want you unless you're ready to walk on there almost free. Mm-hmm. Nah, my friend. Nah, nah. <laughs> I got a question
4: for you. It came up in in Garrett's press conference today. Uh, I guess one of the writers is doing a, a piece on uh, Zach Martin. And this, I, sorry, this is totally random.
2: Now do your thing, it, man. This show this sure is random. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: I think it was somebody uh, when asked. Um, one of the, I think it was Witten. They asked him what makes Martin so good, and he said he has his best strength is he has unbelievable balance when playing the line. That a guy gets knocked one way, I guess. And can you kind of explain why? What are you? What is he talking about there? What does that mean? Is he it's,
2: able to? Is is balance? He is. He's, he's hard to be knocked. he's hard for him to be knocked off his feet. Yeah. He's always in position to recover, and, and and what I mean by that is he's got good feet. His center of gravity, and that's his hips, in ratio to the ground and standing straight up. You know, you stand straight up, you bend down, and you can move better. He always in a perfect position to recover. Somebody bat him, he's in, he's in a flexible enough position with, with gravity and everything, with his center of gravity is always in place. His feet is nice. You is, know. That a, is
4: that a, the key, a key for a really, you know, standout Pro Bowl lineman? Is, is, it, is it balance? Yeah.
2: All of those, the, the majority of the guys that you see are in the Pro Bowls, uh, has that balance. You know, played a year where they were balanced. Yeah, you must you have know. had it then, huh? Who me?
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, but I'm sh- I'm I'm short compared to most people. Uh, so
4: is that something? So that's not necessarily something that can be taught. You're just kind of nah, you no.
2: Know, nah, you 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 you. <laughs> He, he is special. Uh, God has allowed him to be special in that way, and he takes advantage of it. I've seen a lot of guys have what he had, but they didn't have the mental 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 toughness yeah. to work. See, you, you you not only got the physical ability, but now you got the mental the mental part to work and to continue to be that person and and to work and um, keep yourself in shape, keep your flexibility, do the proper things to make sure that you. Uh, in that position, because a lot of guys coming to league, man, he got great feet, but he ain't gonna work at it.
4: Yeah, that Garrett talked about that yeah. too. Like he's he he's so passionate about what he's doing and trying. Yeah. To Did you yeah. know
1: before every game that him and Travis run? I've seen that run yeah. routes and throw. One of them's the quarterback, the other one's the receiver, and they and they take it serious too. <laughs> like it's they run. 15, 20-yard out and ups, yeah. and it's it's a big deal. They're athletic for every game. A lot of people
3: game. don't know
4: that. Yep. Have you had much interaction with him? With, with
1: I know he doesn't do a lot of social media. Zach or Travis? Zach. Zach? Uh, yeah, I did when he first got here because, you know, we, we went and picked him up and everything from the um, from the airport. and But we we really don't ask him to do a whole lot just because they just hate doing stuff so yeah. much. We don't want to bother them. Yeah. But, I mean – Super nice guy. I've seen him away from work a few places. He was at uh, the draft, I think, last year, year before last. I think his brothers were there when we went up there to, to you know, because we the year we drafted Zeke.
2: Let, let me say this here. And, and you got to always remember this. If there's no desire, there's no success. If there's no de- – I'm serious. I, I've seen dudes that can shoot basketballs like you wouldn't believe. As long as they was in a pickup game, they was the man. As long as they was in practice, they was the man. You know, and and they was instructed to do something, they were the man. But when it when it's outside of that, when it, when it's the, the work is being put in when nobody's looking, right? You know, like you walked in, flipped on the light, and they go Sean Lee. Like, hey man, I'm watching film in here. Mm-hmm. They go Sean Lee. Yeah, you know. And I said on the show the other day, it's like I, I'm tired of hearing about Sean Lee. I, I want to hear who is following Sean Lee, mm-hmm. who is doing what Sean Lee doing. Oh, when Sean Lee's not here, uh, they rush for 300 yards. Okay, well, what what is the what is the 18 other guys doing? I mean, and that, and that that's a problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's that that that's a problem. Yeah. When you when you <laughs> when you draft the guy. And you drive eighteen guys, and ain't none of them can be close to Sean Lee. Come, on, something ain't right now.
4: Nah. I've always felt like the difference between a a, a good college player and a, and a pro player, like a AAA baseball player and a major league guy, is it's not so much the physical talent. I mean, yeah, there's specimens yeah. out there that are just crazy, but a lot of it is so much the mental, uh, the mental strength and the tenacity to yeah to put in the effort. Oh, well, yeah. gr-
1: growing up, the guys that would that would go from playing high school baseball, yeah, you would have the the extremely freak athletes that would go on to, to the pros, but usually it was the guys that were just about as good as – they were a little bit better than your average guy, but they didn't have the physical talent. But about three or four years later, you would hear they were playing minor league baseball, and then they got a chance to go up to the pros, and it was those guys that every single you know extra moment they had, they were either in the gym or they were – you know, throwing the ball around or they were doing the extra stuff just
2: because they, you know, they love the game. They grind it out. When desire beats physical ability, you got something special. Mm -hmm. You know.
4: I find it hilarious when people are like, oh, these guys are prima donnas. They just – pure talent are here. They don't work. Man, these guys work hard. I mean, that's the the only reason they're here.
2: The true over-the-top guys do. And, and, you know, Troy Aikman, um, Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith. Uh, Charles Haley, those guys worked. Those, those guys put in the work, you know. And so when I when it, when it, when it, so you know I don't like I said I don't I'm not in the locker room. I choose not to be in the locker room. I choose because if I see a guy, I don't want to come on radio and say, "Wow, man, I, I'm looking at this guy. What is he?" Doing? I I I'd rather sit over here and assume a few things. Right. <laughs> Then to see it, cause, and then because and I have to say it, then you know. Let's take our
1: last break of the day, and then we'll come back and talk about more. I have a question for Nate when we come back—a fun question. As
2: long as it ain't dropping. <laughs> no, nah, we'll
1: stay uh, away. hanging. We'll stay away from that ball talking in the uh, last segment. All right, we'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should
0: be no different. A long-time locker room favorite of the players, and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit
2: getjackblack.com/cowboys to get ten dollars off your first order of fifty dollars or more. Jack Black,
0: look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. hanging with the boys back
1: final segment of the day from the star in frisco kurt daniels yes, nate sir. newton shannon gross douglas even though we don't like to claim
0: him man
1: <laughs> brought us be with us tomorrow yes sir I got some questions we could ask brought i know there's some coaches that contracts are up good idea let's uh let's quiz him a little bit about who those coaches are and if he has any kind of feeling one way or the other, whether they'll be back or not, that'll be – I'm so over this Eagles game. If you notice, we haven't even really <laughs> talked about it at all. I'm just – I haven't really t- – we haven't talked about the Seahawks game. We haven't talked about the Eagles game. I think I'm I, – I think I'm with everybody else that listens to this show. It's just like, what's going to happen with this team? Yeah. You know, what's, what's going to happen going forward with coaches? What's going to happen with players? Are we doing a take call tomorrow? Yeah, sure.
4: I've also had somebody request, had two people actually request that we take Twitter questions. Just uh, okay, throwing that out
1: there. Yeah, if they'll tweet us, we'll answer those too. And, and that means you have to actually check the. No, I'm going to give you the password, and you're going to start running the Twitter account. All right. Cool. Cause since that's all you do during the show, anyways, check Twitter. At least you can check the show's Twitter.
4: Oh, I account. thought I was looking at porn or something. Like
3: well, in between,
2: you <laughs> got about fifteen
3: windows open.
2: Over there. Right, just hit me for my email address uh-oh Oh.
3: 15 windows of statistics and one of hardcore porn Yep. <laughs> what is that red tube or
4: i don't know tell us about <laughs>
3: porn it. Pornhub. which one know. is that kurt
1: you tell me i oh. don't know i don't know i got a question for <laughs> nate a fun question yes sir we talked about pro bowl earlier mm-hmm. you hear all these stories about fun things that happen at the pro bowl like all the guys will go down to the hotel bar and, and have fun. And at the end of the night, they charge another player's room or a coach's room and stick them with a $7,000 tab. Or you hear about, you know, other fun things. Do you have any fun Pro Bowl stories whenever you were there? Anything wow. that was, happened on the field that or was on the
3: sidelines? always Hawaii back then, right?
2: Yeah, Hawaii. Uh, man, I'm going to tell you something, man. Guys to drink <laughs> at the Pro
1: Bowl. I've heard that.
2: I mean, bro.
1: Don't most of them like go down and then we would, stay we a couple would, days and then bring the families later in the yeah, week?
2: Yeah, we would. We would meet, man. We would meet at the pool. It had this nice hotel. I can't even think of the name of it. Oh, this hotel was it on this open half of the year. The hotel was so extravagant on open half of the year. Mm-hmm. And that part of the year is when kind of when the Pro Bowl was there. So, man. We would kind of get there, get off the plane, and Nate's got his eyes closed for that. Like, hey, we all can't see reminiscing his story. We would meet there, man. We would, all the Pro Bowl guys, man, NFC, NFC, and we would all be just be there, man. And uh, we'd be around the pool and just drinks after drinks. <laughs> I mean, it's just, oh my God. And, uh, oh. Do so you guys
4: enjoy it? I mean it was you really enjoyed it cuz sometimes you get the impression these guys are like, eh. it's well, as long,
2: okay. We you you didn't have a lot of fans at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So we got to be guys. We just got to be guys. Our family members weren't going to mess with us, so you actually just got to hang out and be around guys. You know, you don't, you know, cuz when you went to the stadium, you know, you had yet, you, had, you know, autographs and all of this and all of that. When you went to the hotel, that was for you. And so you had literally the whole hotel, and it was full with just you and your guests, and people that can afford to stay there. So it wasn't a whole lot of autograph signing going on. So you had to, you could you know you could cut up and have fun. So I mean, and
1: that's really the only time outside of if if a guy's on your team or if you play him once a year that you actually get to see those guys. Yeah, really. I actually hang out with them for a long period of time because a lot of times during the season you just see them after the game. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, I'll hit you up, blah, blah, blah. And right. You text yeah, during the year, and that's about it, right?
2: That's about it. We didn't have texts back then. Oh, we, know, the... we had the big old combat cell phones. Did you <laughs> you know what I'm Big Be- Zach Apple. Morris phone. Yeah.
3: Did you yeah. meet anybody through the Pro Bowl that you're still friends with that you would have never run into if it weren't for the Pro Bowl?
2: Believe it or not, uh, Ray Lewis. Oh yeah, and you talked about him. Yeah, yeah. Ray Lewis, man. Uh, I I I was a distant fan of uh, Sterling Sharp. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, no Shannon. Shannon. Well, Which they were one both
3: were the era Sterling. Shannon was a tight end. Yeah, yeah, Shannon. Sterling
2: was a receiver. Shannon. That's who I met. Man, you talking about a funny <laughs> guy, intelligent, funny guy it was it was him. Uh, probably Marshall Falk. You know, I would see him only at the at the Pro Bowl, you know. Guys like that, man. Just good, just good, solid guys, man. Uh,
4: could you ever hang out with the defensive guys? Because you're always so, you know, banging on them all the time. Was, nah, at man. At that point it didn't matter.
2: Nah, nah. Uh Man, I believe it or not, man, I was kind of a like I was saying, I can hang out with anybody, but I was kind of like a loner. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like a loner, you know. So. Like me, an introverted extrovert. Yeah. so when you're
1: around people, you enjoy it,
2: but, yeah. then, but you then you got no it,
1: problem just going off and doing yourself,
2: that. By yourself, yeah. So I used, to, I used to go down to the north side of the beach and the south. I used to just get in the car and take off, man. Because, you, know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm scared of weird things. People say, yeah, that's weird. Like, like, like flying? Like the ocean. We were surrounded by the ocean. But Freak I would out. go and I would sit in my car. You know, I wouldn't go out on the beach, but I would sit back in the car and be looking at the waves, cause like, wow, I would not want to be caught in that. See, you wouldn't even go on the beach. Oh, man. And you
3: grew up in Florida where there's ocean around the whole and state.
2: Jaws ruined me as a kid. <laughs> Jaws ruined me as a kid. I'm going to tell you one time, I'm going to tell you how ignorant I was to the beaches. <laughs> one time I was in college, right, so... Came home and we, we you know, Daytona Beach. The people thought I, I always would because Daytona Beach was an hour away from my house. And so people always thought, Oh man, Orlando, Daytona, and then grew up on the beaches. Never had went to Daytona Beach. Daytona Beach drive on the beach, <laughs> right, right? Right. So I go out there and we pull out there, we drive out there, and and I didn't know about tides in and tides out. I didn't pay attention in school, moon and all of this, and <laughs> so I guess I got there when the tide was out. Mm -hmm. I was going, I said, I'm I'm way out there. I'm I'm way out there, right, just walking, you know. And about an hour later, I look around, and all this water started surrounding me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So I'm looking, and so I look down the beach, and I see these people playing in the water, but I'm like, just 10 minutes ago, it wasn't no water. (laughs) <laughs> it, and so this water just started coming in, coming in. So I'm ignoring it. I'm like, oh, man, this ain't nothing. Just a little wave. Next thing I know, this stuff up to my chest. Whoa. What are you talking about? I started about to start panicking. Uh-oh. <laughs> And I'm like trying to run <laughs> when I finally got back to my car I said, Hey, that's it. Load up. We go. <laughs> could you, swim? I, could you swim? I can swim. I took four years of swimming. Okay. Oh yeah. I can swim, but I didn't would not want to get caught in the ocean, bro. Yeah, where yeah. jaws could get me, man, <laughs> man, please. Nah, man. I ain't bout a lot. And people say, well, how did you learn how to swim? Well, you know, in the summertime, we would go visit my grandmama, and that's one of the requirements. We would go to this lake, Lake uh, Camp Blanding, and we took like four or five years of just swimming. And the goal was you started at the beginning of the pier, and as you got better, you went went until all of a sudden you graduated, jump off the end of the pier and, and swim. Swim back? Yeah. Uh, oh. So I, I knew yeah. how to swim. But yeah. still swimming in the ocean is still di- – than a lake. That's yeah. way yeah. different, bro. Things can and eat that's you. Yeah. Things, <laughs> things can eat you and waves can swallow yeah. you. Yeah.
1: The, the lake, the only thing you got to worry about is alligators. And yeah, really and that's
2: every – that lake, that didn't have alligators because <laughs> it, was, it was in a environment where it was a camp bland it was a, a military – Fenced thing. in. Ah. Yeah. Oh. So it was safe.
1: Cotton bowls tomorrow night at AT&T Stadium. Either, either hey, Texas won a game, game
2: last night, uh, huh? Uh, they did. Uh, they did. Wow, pretty good. huh?
1: Forget what that felt like
2: seeing takes, them win a game. It takes long. I, I wanted to call my kid. Got sick. Who graduated from there? He probably like, man, he, he was so happy they won. He got sick. <laughs> okay, so Beam
1: Beam just texted me, Nate. He wants to know, did you take a boat to Hawaii? Because we know how much you hate to fly.
2: <laughs> nah, nah, nah. And I and I hate ships worse than boats. <laughs> it's weird. Things like 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 Jaws ruined him and Titanic.
3: Ruined him. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something.
2: Like, uh, I love Christmas stuff, right? hmm But uh, you go out to AT&T Stadium, you pass this thing called Enchanted. Yeah. Seen yeah. That? yeah. It is so beautiful. But I, I, I'll go and watch it and drive by it. But if I was by myself, I wouldn't go because they got these big reindeer with lights. Mm-hmm. Freak you out? Huh? I ain't going out there by myself. Uh oh. <laughs> and them reindeer. They're make... not real reindeer. <laughs> yeah, but bro, I ain't going out there. Really? <laughs> oh man, weird stuff get me. It ain't it ain't the everyday stuff that get me. It's the weird. <laughs> it's survival of the food My wife, and she and already knew like we're going over there. Uh-huh. you can go on over there. I ain't uh, going over there. We're
1: gonna do a show one day that is nothing but the fears of Nate. <laughs> he just goes down a list and here's all the crazy stuff that I Yeah I'm man.
2: Ships. I ain't getting on no ship. That'll man, I got on a ship one time. <laughs> oh, man. I almost knocked my tooth out. <laughs> oh. Because I went, I tried to be with my kids and, and my wife, and we was in Hawaii, and I'm trying to go out on this boat, and and uh, I got kind of too far from the boat, because I'm not letting them know my fears, and uh, and the boat was swimming. I, man, I was swimming, I, and I looked over there and ran right into the boat. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I knocked my teeth out. <laughs> out. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man. That pro bowl was good, but it was bad. I I liked it better when we was at the uh I liked it better when we was at the um at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I control, I control yeah. that. Stay
1: in the pool. Don't yeah. have to worry about the ocean. <laughs> All right. Well we're out of time, fellas. Kurt, thanks for showing up. I learned something today. What's that?
4: I'm the Nate Newton of this show. Are you? I'm <laughs> the steady role player, so you guys can be the star.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who
3: said that? Wow. And Kurt will bite if you provoke him. What?
2: what? Yeah.
3: He's, he's he's lashed out.
2: Yeah, he's, he's lashed, lashed out at the <laughs> beer.
1: Okay. okay. Well, anyway, thanks for showing Thank up, you. Kurt. Thanks for bringing it, Nate. Good to have you back.
2: All right, brother.
1: Uh, uh-huh. Douglas, thanks for doing what you do. Kent, thanks for pushing what the buttons. What does Douglas do? I don't know. I just say that. Just it's a mystery. <laughs> I feel included. Bye, Zeke. We'll ha- oh, yeah, we forgot about Zeke. little Zeke.
3: If there was a window between us, y'all would know what I do. Oh, uh, well get a window.
1: Good for you that there's not so we can't see you doing nothing back there all not. <laughs> That is a good th- point. We should. We do need to have a window over there. That'd be so cool. Don't well, you, it, it needs dog. to be a
3: circle like those ships Nate was talking little about. little porthole? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll have brought us on for 15 minutes tomorrow. We'll ask him things. So guys, bring your questions. Tomorrow, 1.30. Hang with the boys!
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Have a- i